0: Welcome to the Property Side Hustle pod with host Paul Rose. This pod's all property but with no filter. Hi and welcome to another episode of the Property Side Hustle show. I posted on Facebook uh, recently, I think it was last week, asking for ideas on future topics you'd like to see covered on the podcast and this is the first of those suggestions that I received. So... Today, we're gonna to dive into how to systemize and automate your property business. And I'll also give you my thoughts on some of the best apps and programs that you can use to help make your business a little bit more passive, a little bit easier to run. But seeing as we're headed, fast heading towards the end of the year um, and the end of the decade, I'm gonna give you a rundown as well on my favorite books that I've read this year. Um, books that I found helpful that I've took away some value from and not necessarily property books either, just, just books in general. So we'll run through that and also podcasts as well, other podcasts that you can be listening to. So before we start the show properly and get into it, I just want to tell you about affordable property education. Now, most of you listening to this podcast will be aware that property education usually makes heavy substantial dents on the finances. But now there is an alternative out there that offers insane value and support too. A PSN property education offer affordable online property courses, giving the students the key knowledge in an easy step-by-step format and with lifetime access included. Students also benefit from free course updates too, so the content stays fresh and relevant. And the course also comes with virtual support, so if you get stuck or have a question, you get the answer and the support to back up the knowledge and help you along. The PSN Property Education has a Black Friday sale on all month in November. It's on right now and the courses are now available from just 99 pounds this month only. They also offer a VIP access all areas package that basically means you get three online property courses instantly on sourcing, Uh, deal packaging, rent to rent, and assisted sales. And you get access to all new courses released in 2022, meaning you get five property courses packed with ongoing content and support for just £447 this month only. So if your property education is something you're looking for at the moment, then you need to go and visit www.psnproperty.co.uk forward slash s forward slash shop forward slash right that's the plug out the way for my property education and now on with today's episode so rather than diving straight into talking about how to automate let's first work out work out when when to automate in your business and if you're like me and you love processes and an organization um You'll be keen to automate, and most likely be on your way to doing so already. But if you're a little unorganised, shall we say, and you kind of roll with it from one day to the next without a real clear defined plan, then then you're not ready to automate anything just yet. And a big part of automate automate automation is also leverage, and it's not all about you know software or apps. So let's discuss outsourcing certain tasks and your business first. The very first step to automation is your processes. So by that, I mean, you most likely do a thousand things every single week, every single day, in fact, but what is the process you follow to get those tasks done? Step by step, what is that process? And the first step to automation is it's actually writing down each task and breaking it down into a step by step process and it might seem tedious but and it is <laughs> there's no getting around that but but if you want someone else to do something for you and you want to outsource to somebody else and you want them to do it your way then this is the only way of making that happen for instance this podcast is it's not just as simple as me hitting record and talking into the microphone it's a 15 step process going from preparation, research, researching the topic, to recording, the editing, then the marketing and the creation of a blog post on the same topic. It involves me and two other people I outsource to for editing. Now this process ensures the same result every time, hopefully, which is a well put together podcast. You know, we're only, what, this is episode six, I think we're on, um, and hopefully it's got better each week. Now, when we're talking about outsourcing to, virt- to a virtual assistant of a VA, you could have them data scrape information from property portals, essentially doing the sourcing for you and uh, gathering hot leads that match a certain criteria. But you'll need to write that process down from start to finish so they can follow it. You don't need, you actually don't need somebody with any experience whatsoever. What you need is a process that can be followed by anyone. So before you entertain the idea of outsourcing and leveraging other people, make sure you have the processes in place to ensure they do it how you expect it, or more importantly, how you need it to be done. Now obviously, if you were if you were outsourcing something you've not done, then you need to explain exactly what it is you need to the letter to ensure you get what you need. And this is way more difficult than you might imagine. I once ordered a logo design, and it was nothing like what I imagined, what I got back. so a whole other layer of detail had to be explained to the person before I actually got the desired result and what I wanted. I've also written a blog on this topic and I'll, I'll include a screenshot of some of my processes so you can see the level of detail and how it works. so check out the blog. To be honest, that is how the property courses work that I created. I knew before setting up my courses that one of the biggest problems was typically when somebody does a course, you get bombarded with masses and masses of information. And quite often, they give you the juicy bits and skip over the really important bits, which really doesn't help you. Um, you know, typically, like being compliant, or how to talk to an investor, or an agent, or what to do if you come across a problem. You know, most people that have done a property course, myself included, way back when, suffered from information overload, and this is purely due to being given a whole lot of information in a short space of time, and you're then expected to break all that information up, reconfigure it into some sort of order that makes sense to you, um, if you like, a step by step process. And that's why many people who actually do a property course and take some property education, they actually struggle and then they they go on and do nothing because they actually don't even know where to start. And I I know people who've paid 20K plus and yet they're they're stuck in this place of confusion and information overload. And for me, this was a problem I wanted to tackle. And so I set about structuring my online property courses in a step-by-step way. So the idea was to make it easier at the end of the day and so that the knowledge provided then follows a path and it makes sense. Now it's not been easy as property by its very nature, as I'm sure we all know, has so many different variables and outcomes. It's really, really tough to have a huge batch of knowledge flow from step to step. But we are getting there now with with a bit of hard work. You know, it's not as simple as, imagine, a recipe. Not as simple as the recipe. You prepare the ingredients, you put the ingredients together in a certain order, and then you finally bake it in the oven, and you get a result at the end. And if you if you're me, then it's it's normally nothing like the photo. <laughs> it never looks like the photo. But I think that says more about me following a recipe than the recipe itself. I'm digressing a little bit, but you know you get the idea that processes will make your life easier. It can be tedious and a pain you can think it's pointless to a certain point but it will make your life easier make your business more automated and in turn more passive for you as well so this podcast was Kira's idea and she's one of my students at PSN and she's a busy lady with multiple properties and tenants to look after so I'm guessing you might like the next suggestion which is If you're managing tenants, you'll quickly realise how much admin that involves. It's nuts. The amount of paper you use from tenancy contracts to application forms to tenant welcome packs, inventory reports, all sorts of letters and documents, and not to mention the accounting side of things as well. So you need a CRM fit for purpose and hopefully one that won't break the bank because some CRMs can be insanely expensive And do you know what? The more expensive usually means more complicated in my experience. So if you're managing tenants and you're looking for a software solution, then you can't go too far wrong with Arthur. Now that's not some old bloke called Arthur. It's actually the name of the (laughs) the CRM, bit of an odd name, Arthur. I'm guessing the guy who came up with it is called Arthur. so check the show notes for a link to their website. I Haven't actually used it myself, but I know plenty of people that, who do and highly recommend it. And on the website, you can compare it against most other property-based CRMs out there, and it's it is really looking at it is really feature-heavy. Plus, you can try it free for 30 days too. So you know what's not to like. Give it a, give it a go, give it a bash for 30 days. See how it feels. See how you get on with it. So that's Arthur, if you're looking for something to manage tenants and leads and tasks, and have reminders, etc., there's your go-to app. Now let's move on to a task-driven app, which you can get on desktop, as well as your smartphone, and that's Trello. It's free, um, which is always good, and it's easily customizable. There are plenty of videos on YouTube to show you how to use it, but to be honest, it's that simple to use. The how-to videos, you know, you may not you may not need them to be honest. Kind of think of Trello like a virtual whiteboard where you can create tasks and lists and monitor progress through various different stages. Its awesomeness comes from the fact it's free and it, it is ridiculously easy to use. And another similar app is Podio, but this is, this is more of a CRM than Trello. Trello isn't really a CRM, it's kind of task orientated. Although you can kind of edit it to kind of mimic a CRM if, if, you know, if you've got the patience to sit there and kind of build it. And uh, Podio kind of sits somewhere in, be- in between Trello and Arthur, if you like. Podio is completely customizable and so you can have it set up how you like it um, and how you want it to work. It's worth maybe looking into if customization is your thing and it's free for up to five users as well. So, not strictly automation, but emails. So, if you have a list of investors and you want to send them regular emails, um, so an email to all for information purposes about the services you offer, then MailChimp is an absolute must. It's been around forever. You've probably heard of it. And it's a really simple and free solution for anyone getting started. It's free, I think, for anybody with less than 2,000 people on their list. So it's more than perfect for, for most people starting out. And MailChimp is actually not just about emails. You can create landing pages, and this is where it comes into its own. So let's imagine as you're a property sourcer, let's say, and you operate exclusively in Liverpool and you set about creating a free giveaway such as a free guide to investing in Liverpool. Now guess what I can guarantee you investors will be interested in your free giveaway, but to get hold of that free giveaway, they've got to visit your landing page that you created on MailChimp. So they give you their email address and name, and then they get the free guide in an email it's really powerful for growing your investor list or your email list and if you market this free giveaway across all forms of social media or your website or blog etc then you'll like, you'll most likely quickly grow a list of people that fit into your what is your ideal client relatively quickly less automation but certainly you know it's definitely a tool you need to utilize if you're not already and next up, we've got more property based tools. And I'm sure you've seen the Google Chrome store web browser plugins you can get. Um, I'm sure there's a similar thing on Apple as well if, you, if you're a Mac user, where you can download these plugins on Rightmove and they tell you if a property has been reduced or not. And these are great, but you can go, you can go a whole level better than that by using a website called Property Data. Now, property data gives you all sorts of information. So if you carry out a search on Rightmove and click on a property, up pops the property details as per usual, but you also get a box with a whole load of information such as the average price per square foot in the area, average asking prices for that type of property in the area, the average rental yield in the area, the capital growth over the past few years, and it'll give you links to even further information such as you know, local data, the plot map. And the plot map is amazing. And I'll tell you if anybody else locally, literally in the houses surrounding the one you're looking at submitted a planning application, you know, the stamp duty information, there's loads more information on there as well. Now for this to work, you do have to be a member. It's not free, but it is worth every single penny. If you're you're a property sourcer, um, you know, to have that much data at your fingertips is just, it just puts you on another level and you'll soon be coming across as the expert in the area. You know, another big tip is use that data, write blogs, share them with your investor list, gain that trust because the property business is not really actually about property at all and I keep saying this, said it before, say it again. It's about people and for investors to work with you, you need trust. And to gain trust takes time, unfortunately. But imagine writing a fortnightly blog about your local area or your city that you operate in, that you're sourcing. Over time, you're pumping out all that information about what's going on in the area, where's best comparing one postcode to another, all this type of thing. Over time, you're gonna be known as the go-to person. You know, data is massively powerful data is knowledge and knowledge is wanted and needed by investors who are looking to invest so again check the show notes i've got an affiliate link which means if you like the look of property data then you can sign up and that means you get money off and so do i so everybody wins now in this episode i did want to cover books and other podcasts as when you're starting out you need to be a sponge Basically, I say this to people all the time who are just starting out. You know, How can I learn more? How What can I do? And you just need to be a sponge. So when you're starting out, you just need to drink in as much information as you can. And most, if not, <coughs> excuse me, I'm still dying <coughs> from the last podcast. Most, if not, all of these books I'm gonna talk about are not about property per se. Reason being, most property related books out there are a snippet of information and a big upsell to a course. And just while we're on the topic of books, don't be fooled by property gurus who are bestsellers on Amazon. It literally means nothing. Just go and watch Mike Winnett's video on YouTube about how he became an Amazon bestseller with what was an empty book literally no words, empty pages, just nothing. Um, and he became a, a bestseller on Amazon. So don't fall for the BS of, I'm a bestseller on Amazon and I'm a property guru. Give it a wide berth. And as we're fast approaching the end of the year, like I said at the top of the top of the podcast, I thought I'd talk about books I've read and found massive value in. Um, and this is going back, this, this is not a book I've actually read this year. Tell a lie. Um, read it a few years back now, but the first one is Duncan Bannatyne Remember him off Dragons Den? It's called the book's called Anyone Can Do It. Now he's got a few books that are a few they are a few years old now. Um, I'm not sure when the last book he he, he published actually actually came out. Um, but he's you know he's no longer on Dragons Den, so you don't see a lot of him these days. But personally, I found them massively inspirational. Anyone Can Do It is, basically, it's uh, Duncan's biography. And he talks about how he got into business, the sacrifices he made, the problems, the issues, the huge wins, um, the losses, you know. And it's up there as one of the best books that I've read in terms of, you know, being quite inspiring. um, You know, what, listening on on what is somebody else's... um, journey from literally nothing to you know huge success and he actually started out as an ice cream man believe it or not but I won't ruin it for you go seriously go and go and have a look at it it's been out for a good while anyone can do it and another book by Duncan which really resonated with me is called how to be smart with your time this is also definitely worth a read and it's an eye-opener for anyone that just doesn't have time to start a business you don't have time to grow a business don't have time to diversify you know it it's this book will make you open your eyes uh, and look at things a little bit differently so um yeah i always say to people read this book and you'll soon see any excuses you keep giving to yourself fade away seriously it's a good book another non property book is um, I think it's called Tools of Titans or Tools of Titans. Now, if you like Tim Ferriss, who the book the book's author, you'll have probably found him via his podcast or his book, The Four Hour Work Week. Now, to be honest, I couldn't really get into the Four Hour Work Week, but Tools for Titans is a kind of encyclopedic collection of some top business people, top athletes. Um, sports people, top entertainers, basically anybody that is at the top of their game um, has been interviewed over the course of many years by Tim on his podcast. And the book is kind of a collection of the best bits. So for instance, people's morning routines, how people have overcome issues in their life and also in business, how people have mastered their craft. And a lot of this book I actually read on holiday uh, a couple of years ago. Again, not a book that I've read this year. (laughs) I promise there are some books in here that I have read this year, but this, I just had to put this one in there. Um, Yeah, I actually read it on holiday a couple of years ago and I would go back to it again and again and use it as a kind of a a reference book. Um, It's a bit of an odd read and I would describe it as as more of a reference book, but it's very well laid out and I would give this a big shout out along with the podcast as well, the Tim Ferriss show. And the the best podcast episode is most definitely, um, for me anyway, the ones with Jamie Foxx, the actor and Schwarzenegger old Um, go and have a listen to those ones, pick them out. have a listen to them. You, you'll kind of get a gist of what the show's all about. Um, but yeah, it's excellent. Um, this is one I've read this year. Um, I told you there was going to be one at least. Um, David Goggins, former Navy SEAL, who has an insane, just insane, ridiculous mindset that makes you feel, to be quite honest, inept and useless in comparison. That's how it made me feel. Um, but it does it does make you feel like you can do anything um, after reading it. You know, if you push through all the crap you've got going on. It's a great book, uh, and ultimately, the guy's a machine. You know, he um, he just proves that you can always accomplish more than you ever think you could. Wherever you think the line is, that's your limit. He just goes so far beyond that; he can't even see the line anymore. It's it's a really good book, um, inspiring. So, yeah, give that one, give that one a listen. Um, I say, listen. I, I, I don't actually read books anymore. I've moved on to Wardable because I just find it so much easier to do. Um, so, yeah, go and give that a read or a listen. My favourite, <coughs> excuse me, favourite from the past year for me has been definitely Ant Middleton. You know the guy from the Channel Four show. SAS, are you tough enough? The book. I think he's got a, he's got a second book out now. Actually, but the the first book is called First Man in. Um, and essentially that's again his life story but I found it massively helpful on a mindset level his coping mechanisms in a war zone and his mindset it does wash off on you as you read the book and this one was one I couldn't stop listening to and I really didn't want it to end either it was one of them you're thinking oh my god what am i going to do when this book ends and I actually went to see Ant live on his one-man tour um few months back back in the summer um, which was essentially his outlook and his mindset and him giving you an insight to the many tv shows he's done and the characters from within those shows he's definitely an interesting guy and at at the moment i'm actually listening to his new book on audible which is called the fear bubble which is essentially more of the same thing so (coughs) excuse me do apologize Hopefully, I'll be uh, fully recovered for the next podcast. But that's it for books. So check the show links for links to Amazon for all the books mentioned, all the apps and and everything else mentioned in this podcast. They'll all be in the show notes, so so check that out. And while I'm going to give... I'm going to give actually a shout-out and recommend some other property. Uh, podcasts and also some business podcasts and I've a a curveball as well so first up is the property podcast as it's called now by the two robs formerly of the property hub Uh, I think they rebranded some time ago last year this podcast is pretty good and it's been going a long time I like the fact there are two people on the podcast and the fact they cover interesting topics mostly revolving around investing in property from the investor's point of view. So check out the property podcast. Now I used to like the property podcast that interview people and talk about their journey. I do hate that phrase in property. Oh, I'm on a property journey. But to be honest, I found them, I found these types of podcasts where, you, where you're getting somebody interviewed about what they've done. Really quite repetitive. Once you've listened to one, you kind of listened to them all. Um, and they only tend to have snippets of useful information. They're they're good. I'm not saying don't listen to them by all means, you know, be a sponge, listen to them. But personally, I find them, you know, quite repetitive. Another podcast is the Bigger Pockets podcast. It's a good one. I know it's American, but it's largely property based um, and investment based. And some episodes are really interesting and informative. And I know we do have some American listeners out there. So... That's a podcast for you guys, but if you're in the UK, then do give it a listen. Don't be put off thinking, oh, it's, you know, it's not really relevant. It it is, you know, really quite interesting. So, um, the Bigger Pockets podcast. They've got a few different podcasts, um, but just the one that's called the Bigger Pockets. I'm breaking away from property, um, I throw in you, just an interesting, well put together podcast i said i'd throw a curveball in um and it's called reply all um it's a bit of an odd name for a podcast and i don't i can't even remember how i came across this or why why i even started listening to it i think somebody recommended it to me um so reply all is amazing it's my favorite non-property non-business podcast usually presented by two guys called alex and pj now this podcast is investigative investigative journalism with humor and oddness all in equal measures I listen to this one as I'm dozing off to sleep whenever there's a new episode and (laughs) to explain it is is really tough because the topics of each episode can be poles apart and they're not they're not all great but most are they're just really interesting I find them interesting anyway my tip is to start with episode 64. Um, there's been a fair few since then, but episode 64, which is called On the Inside, it's a four-part special about a guy in prison, and it's a case of did he do it or didn't he, with recorded phone calls uh, with the with the inmate, and then information about the case, and, and you're kind of left wondering, well, did he do it, didn't he, and do you believe him or don't you believe... It's one of them... Um, So listen to these episodes and then tell me you're not a fan. I will be surprised because everyone I've told about this podcast has told me they absolutely love it. It's weird. It's funny at times. It's interesting. And it also has to be the best edited podcast I've come across. Um, They use instrumental music really, really well. Um, it's It's just a quality podcast. So give it a listen. That's Reply All. Okay, so... That was episode six. Hope you enjoyed it and you check out the show notes for the links to the things we talked about. If you found any of them interesting, um, fantastic. Um, I am aiming on getting a podcast out twice a week from now until mid-December and then there's gonna be a short break before we kick off into 2020 and a new decade and lots more new episodes to come. But just to wrap up, don't forget, if you are looking for property education, but the cost has put you off, then check out PSN Property Education. Courses this month from just 99 pounds, that's an entire course, contracts, absolutely everything you need, Um, and the courses include lifetime access, free course updates, and support from yours truly as well. Our best and biggest offer has to be the VIP package, which offers insane value. You get three courses, packaging, sourcing, rent to rent, assisted sales, which include all you need, the contracts, the knowledge, the videos, the downloads, the templates, the scripts, the whole shebang. But you also get on top of the three courses, you get access to every single new course that we're gonna release in 2022, with a minimum of two courses, at least two courses going live in 2020. So that's a minimum of five property courses, five online property courses, For just 447 this month only. The price is going to go up on the 1st of December. So now is the time. I know somebody else is offering a year's worth of membership. For £12,000. So 447 is an absolute no brainer. So check the show notes for links. Or visit psnproperty.co.uk Anyway that's it for this episode. Join me on the next one very soon. until then take care and take it easy.